0: Welcome back to another episode. This week, we're going to have a conversation with Matt. Welcome, Matt, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. Super
0: excited to have this interview, and let's kick it off with a one-word open. Tell me tell me, and the audience right now, what's one word you could use to describe how you're feeling in this moment? Energized. I love it. Uh, if you could take the next few minutes, give us a good high-level overview of your background, Yeah. what you stand for as a person, and also tell us about your business, You know, what it's about, who you help, and how you help them. That would be great.
1: Sure. Well, I spent my entire career helping major brands decode the new consumer. I started off my career by starting a marketing services firm right out of college, originally called Mr. Youth, which is really built to help brands uh, understand and leverage the internet, which at that point, it first become sort of a mainstream consumer uh, platform. Uh, this is about 2002, uh, built that agency up over a 12-year period, uh, at which point it was acquired by the Publicis Group. Um, but prior to that, uh, selling the business spun out a software company originally called CrowdTap, which I re- rejoined as CEO in 2016, and through a variety of uh, tough decisions, pivoted that business to a company called Suzy, uh, which really is sort of the same premise that the marketing services firm was, which is helping brands reach a younger, the new consumer, except for this platform is really about driving consumer research. Uh, And Suzy launched in 2018. It's been sort of off to the races ever since. It's been a great ride and very fortunate to be surrounded by an amazing team that we have at Suzy and great customers. That's really great.
0: Tell us more about Suzy. Tell, tell us exactly what you guys do. Sure.
1: sure. Suzy is an it? enterprise software platform that allows companies to essentially conduct market research on demand and in real time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a two-sided platform. We have a consumer network of over a million US consumers who are on an always-on gamified platform on both iOS and Android, where they can earn rewards by giving feedback to brands. Uh, on the enterprise side is a software called Suzy, which is licensed by large companies to essentially enable them to conduct direct-to-consumer market research. So any question they have for a specific consumer segment, whether it's what ad do you like the best, why do you buy toothpaste, um, you know, how much would you spend on this product, you could ask those consumers and instantly, while you're on a Zoom call, while you're in a meeting, start to get that feedback in either quantitative or qualitative form to help drive your decision-making.
0: That's outstanding. I mean, just to back up a second, what an amazing journey you've had through your career as an entrepreneur and also what an amazing company that you're working on and leading right now. So that's really cool. Let's, let's shift over to wins. If you could share with the audience and I, you know, a recent win that you encountered in your business and tell us your takeaway from it.
1: Yeah. So a recent win that we had was last year, we uh, closed our Series D round of financing um, from HIG Capital. It was a long and arduous process. Um, despite the headlines you might read, raising capital is never easy. Um, it takes a lot out of you. And there's a lot of um, rejections you have to deal with and a lot of um, late nights and pulling information together. Um, I think what I learned is something that has been reinforced throughout my career, which is that perseverance always wins. Um, and, you know, every no gets you closer to yes, so to speak. And, you know, going through that process both humble me and sort of um, energize me for the future of this company.
0: I love that. That's so inspiring. And also, thanks for sharing that with us.
1: Of course. Um,
0: let's talk about the op- opposite side of that. So, tell us a recent failure, and you know, when you came through and you know got through it, so to speak. What was your What was your takeaway?
1: Um, I guess what pops to mind is towards the end of last year, we lost a key customer. Um, It was something that was unexpected and we were blindsided by it. And I think uh, the learning there was, you know, you could really never take any customer relationship for granted. It's a highly competitive market. There are always other companies out there in your space that are gunning for your business. And you always have to be, um, you know, acting as if you're you're one day away from losing a customer and try to do everything you can to over deliver, even if you're in a software, uh, you know, organization. Awesome. Thank you very
0: much. Tell us about um, how the pandemic has impacted your business. And then once you identified and like all of us, right, right, just impacted everybody in the world, unfortunately. And tell me, tell us how you pivoted because you mentioned pivoting earlier on um, yeah. and, and your business as well. But I would love to hear how you pivoted because of the pandemic.
1: Well, I mean, Our business had to change rapidly like every other one during the pandemic. First and foremost, we moved to a completely remote environment um, and just fostering and driving collaboration and communication and alignment in a remote environment was something that we all had to get used to at first. We had to sort of reinvent our... Operating system as a company, so to speak, so we can work more effectively together. Uh, we also changed our go-to-market strategy, whether it was relying more heavily on digital versus live events, really leaning into content marketing. But ultimately, as a software company that allows companies to conduct market research from anywhere, where you don't need to have kind of the research subjects or participants uh, right there in person, I think it really, you know, facilitated an acceleration of our business model and definitely drove uh, more tailwinds and headwinds for our business.
0: Awesome. Thank you. And tell us your point of view on thought leadership. I would love to hear, you know, from someone like yourself as a thought leader. What is your take on like the top three things someone must absolutely own and like just, you know, crush it in order to be considered a thought leader?
1: Well, first and foremost, you have to just put out content. And, you know, I, I've been through uh, spans of my career where I've put out content consistently and in other spans where I haven't. Um, part of it is just based upon what I'm focused on at that given time. Um, some of the real great thought leaders are ones that always push out content and never sort of relent from it. And I think that, you know, just like anything else, that persistency, that consistency in pushing out content is what makes them well known. But at the same time, you also have to have a distinct point of view. You also have, you know, you have to not be afraid to put out the way that you feel about the world and, and business and society and culture. And you are going to have to deal with people who you know, have dissenting opinions and who might be haters, so to speak, but that can't stop you from telling people how you, you think and feel. And that's ultimately at the heart of what it means to be a thought leader.
0: That's really inspiring to hear because if you're out to make a strong impact, you can't let other extra noise like bother you. You just got to stay on your mission to, them. to drive that impact. That's well said, Matt. Uh, talk about company culture. So let us know your position on, um, you know, top three things, like one, two, three. These are the things you have to have as a company in sure. order to come up and result being an awesome culture. What would that yeah. look
1: like? You know, as I've scaled this organization and certainly have been a CEO of other companies in the past, it's been clear to me that culture can be a secret weapon if leveraged the right way. Because ultimately at the heart of any great organization is great people. But no matter how talented people are, they have to be motivated <coughs> To work for you and, and drive output or else you're not going to see those results that you want for your business um, i think the key to your company culture is one don't allow um you know the wrong type of people into the organization that could create you know really a downward spiral spiral and create um, a low bar for what it means to have respect and what it means to be um, sort of a highly engaged employee so no matter how important somebody is um, to your business results if they're wrong for your culture you can't hesitate to get rid of them um, I think you can't be afraid to empower people um, at, at earlier stages in their career to take on roles that they might not otherwise have an opportunity to gain. Um, you know, we've been able to promote people with reckless abandon in our organization um, who at other companies based on their tenure or experience would never have those experiences. And more often than not, it's worked out. So when you see somebody super talented, doesn't matter how old they are. doesn't matter what their experience is. If you think they can do the job, then it's always makes more sense to empower them instead of looking from the outside. And I would say number three is overcommunicating your goals. Um, you know, we've been effective at really trying to simplify our KPIs um, as a company every single year, and just hammering them in, you know, over and over and over again, so people uh, know why they're coming into work each day and what success looks like.
0: That's perfect. You said a magic word for me. Why? So I'd love to ask. This is the last question. Tell me, Tell us your why. Like, what is your ultimate like? high-level why, why you do this, why you get up in the morning? What is your why, Matt?
1: Sure. I mean, I love the idea of having an idea or a concept for a business and seeing it come to fruition, having a vision, and then actually going out and building that thing um, in the real world and seeing it impact people, seeing it impact companies, seeing it give people employment opportunities. To me, that's what I get most excited about. That's awesome. It seems like you're very successful at driving impact in the, in the way that you want to. So
0: that's really cool. Here we are at the end. If you could take this opportunity to give out your website address, your social handles, if people have any questions and want to follow up or just simply want to find out more information about your company,
1: please go and give those out now. Uh, sure. I mean, you can learn more about Suzy at suzy.com. Um, you can learn more about me at mattbritton.com, M-A-T-T-B-R-I-T-T-O-N.com, or you can follow me uh, on Twitter at MattyB, M-A-T-T-Y-B. Awesome. And here we are at
0: the, uh, the final uh, close. So what's your one word close? And when you tell us this one word, tell us why you're choosing to sign off with it.
1: Um, I would say grateful. Um, yeah, I just feel very grateful for... The, the people who have impacted my career and the, and the people I get to come into work with every single day. And I'm obviously uh, very grateful for my family and friends uh, as well.
0: Awesome. Matt, this has been a privilege. Thank you very much for the meaningful conversation. Thank you.